Saludo mi gente. Welcome to Dismantling the Fuckery, the podcast where we deconstruct the illusion and unleash the fabulosity. I'm your host, Gohenna Angelique, your fierce neurodivergent Juyurican poet and an advocate for decolonial liberation. So get ready to dive into the messy, uncomfortable, and transformative work of dismantling the systems of oppression and the limiting beliefs that hold us back. We're here to reclaim our power, embrace our magic, and rise into fabulosity. So grab your cafe, your tea, I don't know, maybe you need a shot, and let's get into some fuckery. Saludo mi gente. Welcome to the Dismantling the Fuckery podcast. This is your host, Kohenet Angelique, also known as Yah, also known as the word dominatrix, cracking the pen and bleeding like ink. Yes, that is a long ass introduction. I'm so glad you're here. You're going to hear some kerfuffling here. So I'm going to make myself a sandwich. I am quite hungry. I just got off with a client and I want to first catch up because I didn't do a podcast last week. And that was because it was my birthday week. Your girl turned 48. I am so excited, happy, ready for things to shift in my own universe. And um, so we'll catch up a little bit about that. But I also want to talk about reclaiming the throne. Now, if you haven't seen on my social media, I've shared, you know, one of my um, coaching programs is called Reclaiming the Throne. It's a 12 week coaching program. And in this program, you learn about your quantum human design um, and how to apply uh, the pieces of your type, your authority, your strategy, kind of zoning in, right? You get a, you get a poem uh, meditation type of thingamabob um, that is meant to support uh, you in your full embodiment based on your unique design, right? And... I was just with a client and as I'm talking to my client about, we're talking about what it means to be in sovereignty, Um, you know, and in our society, we're like, we want a one size fits all situation all the time. One size fits all. And with this idea of a one size fits all, we're going to run into an enormous amount of problems. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And that's, that's like, you know, the brevity of that where it's like, there's no one size fits all. There's no um, there's no formula for our individual liberation, our personal liberation, because it is the journey of really knowing where we have been in a relationship of um, restriction, constriction, contraction. And all of those things that requires you to look at your life and look at the places that have been screaming for you to unbind it, to unravel it, to examine, um, because no longer is it feeling generative for you to be a certain way. Uh, so we'll talk a- about that um, and let's get into it. So let's can we just talk about my birthday for a minute, because I feel like. Turning 48 feels like a whole 50s closer. So that's a sobering idea. And not that I'm ageist in that way where I'm like, oh, I don't want to get older. We're, we're there. I'm getting older. So I can just slowly allow myself to acclimate and slowly allow myself to <laughs> make peace with what it means in my changing body. 
um, as someone who has ovaries and all of those pieces that offer a much more somatic, dramatic change in my body, right? Um, and looking at what it means to get to this place of celebrating making it up to this moment. And there's so much that has occurred, as you know, or maybe you don't, but right, I've mentioned it in other podcasts and things like that. So things have been pretty tough for me. And literally celebrating that I'm alive here to talk about turning 48 to me is huge and also huge to say, right? Huge to acknowledge and admit that I've had these moments that I never thought would come my way in this way or maybe later in life where, you know, the struggles just kind of took a, took a licking um, you know, have impacted. And when I was looking at just like turning uh, 40 and how I wanted to honor and celebrate it, I had an amazing birthday week and just different layers of celebrating and different layers of presence. And then went to Puerto Rico. Um, it was a gift beyond words, right? To be able to go home with my kids. And we had a great time, laughed a lot. And really sat in the wonder of what it means to be home. What does home mean? What it means to be in environments that nourish you so deeply, right? So like the tropical vibe was nourishing to us, profoundly nourishing. So much so that you note it, right? Like you're like, oh my God, I feel entirely different. And being able to celebrate that with gratitude while simultaneously knowing that we were coming back to the cold. And part of this, like looking at my life and saying, what is the quality of experience that I want to have moving forward? Because this shit that's been going on was tough, right? Um, so I, I, I created a ritual for myself and I did that, which was really beautiful to me and wrote a poem about what it means for me and kind of my own personal like Sorry, my salt is just not just salt in here. Um, what it means for me to personally reclaim how I want to experience this year coming in, right? This turnaround or around the sun. I've said that a couple of times and every time I'm like asking myself if I'm saying it correctly, which is really funny to me. But anyway, and so I want to share this poem with you because... I'm hoping that it'll encourage you to also reflect on where you're at, where you want to go. What do you want to experience in when your birthday comes around? And I know people who are like, I don't really celebrate my birthday. Okay, can we stop that? Do you know the gift it is to be here, to be alive, to be you? And that gift was given to us on a day. <laughs> and that day is your birthday. So if you're one of those folks who are like, you know, I'm not into that, blah, blah, blah. I get it. And that shit is just, that's, it's time to let that go because every moment that you have as a person in the climate of the world that we live in, the, the beauty would be to celebrate every moment of every person that you are in relationship with and also yourself, not leaving yourself out of that, right? So 
I just personally think it's like hella fucking important and hope that when your birthday comes around, you celebrate it with a an excitement that really honors what's brought you to this moment. So let me, you, you're hearing me click because I'm getting it up on my notepad here. A birthday letter of love to myself on my 48th year. Oh, my love, how we have made another turn. I don't know that I tell you enough how much love I have for you. I've been demanding, I've been unkind, and you have bore it with dignity that is a marvel in time. Come, let me look at you, daughter of the earth, with stars and galaxies in your eyes. Do you not know how wondrous you are? There were moments you thought this life was just too much. Grief, heartache, and pain almost swallowing you whole. But look at you. You held on. Look. Look around you. That is the work of your hands. I know it's felt like echoes unheard, the tears that you've carried, the groaning at night. Your home remains upright. Miracles have cracked you wide open again and again. Come, let us hold you tight. You made it through the dark night. I see your mother, your father, your grandmother dancing through you with such delight. Everyone is shouting, it is your time. Time for you to be replenished. Your storehouse is resourced and abundant. Time to set the, the table again. Make the dinners and laugh again. Time to open for the unimaginable. It is the year of Yira. Radical amazement. Time to receive a love aligned in the annals of time. Where you were spoiled like a princess. I'm sorry, where you are spoiled like a princess. Treated as a queen. Being raised up and held up. While priestessing liberation multidimensionally. To rest and be at ease. A couple of vacations, anyone? Time to trust that you will not need. You will not go without again. That is it. The end. Prepare the day for creativity. It's about to get juicy and the words will make way. You have been called and answered. The universe has conspired. Prepare for Yira. Radical amazement. Come, my love, let me feed your body. Bring the shoulders down. Breathe slowly now. You thought that was a ride. Let me show you how those who care for others get taken care of as well. Play in the sun. Cry happy tears. For in comes the bounty of years. It is safe. It is secure. I'll always have your back. And I'll always hold your hand. Happy birthday, my love. Deepen into joy because the sun has come up. For me, this has this very like... <sighs> I'm ready for the lived experience of beauty, the lived experience. And not that my life was devoid of it, right? It's not those things, but it's really beginning to look at after you go through such a dark season and dark time, being able to look at things with joy and newness and wonder again. 
and that part of being in the season of my life and reclaiming my sovereignty in newer ways, right? Where I've already been doing this work. I've already been internally fill in the blank, but in newer ways, what does the new look like? What does the next look like? What does it look like to really engage and enjoy the beauty of actually inhabiting your deepest desire and your deepest dreams? What does it mean to go beyond just the thinking like, oh, this is my vision, this is my whatever, but actually stepping into like this year, and this is me speaking for me, this year I want to see my calendar booked with clients. This year I want to see my work published. This year, like I want to see, I want to be radically amazed by all the things that are actually fully coming into fruition this year. And I am going to be, right? Like, let's say I am going to be, I can feel it, right? Opportunities to share my work, supports that help me as a neurodivergent priestess do what I do and create these things so that they can continue to bring me sustainable income in in larger amounts, right? So like really sustainable in which I don't have to worry in the ways that things have been challenging. But stepping into it from a place not of like grasping, not of longing, not of that distance, but that I know that this is what's happening this year. I know that I am I am at a place where you we can call it naive, we can call it all the things. I want to see everything from a place of beauty while holding the intensity while holding the challenge. They're not mutually exclusive. I want to have more experiences of being refreshed, learning new things, being creatively inspired. I want to write new things, right? Like I want the rivers of creativity to flow this year in ways that my poetry, excuse me, continues to become just even more, excuse me, even more exquisite right? Like already at the place of seeing these opportunities, these open doors from a lens of like, oh yes, this is the time of it. And I can let myself have that. And I'm not reaching or grabbing because I've already concluded. I've already arrived to the place that I will be seated in my throne. And that being seated in my throne It allows me to be and come from a place where I am able to say, I do not need to go outside of myself. I do not need to anything, right? Like I can be fully me and I can receive. I'm no longer trying to barter and negotiate for having my basic needs met, for having money saved for having the things that enrich my life and allow me to more fully be present and of service to others as well. But first for me, reclaiming the throne is really about stepping into this container and saying, all right, these are the pieces of my design. These are the pieces that I've learned about myself. These are the experiences that I've been through. And now I'm going to design a life for myself where I am constantly in deep listening for the pivots that are necessary for for me to be embodied in a new context. And that in that new context, it's because I'm more fully myself than ever before, than the day before and the day before that. 
not from a place of insufficiency, but from a place of understanding that you are continuously deconditioning, continuously removing from your mind, your spirit, and your body this contract with the constructs. When you step into that amount of beauty for yourself and you're like, actually, I'm no longer thinking what people are going to think of me. And it's not that that it's not the one that's like when you're a teenager, when you're young and you're like, you know, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me, but you do really care. It's not that one. It's understanding where you have jurisdiction over your own life, where you are okay with being who you are, because the cost of not has been too painful and too long. If you allow yourself to have that, if you allow yourself to be there, if you, why do you have to allow yourself? Because the shit that's actually weighing you down is the shit internalized and in your mind. That, that small voice that constantly reminds you of shaming you, that, that constantly blames you, that constantly goes back to the loops of being unlovable, of being too difficult. And I, you know, there's things I still struggle with, but they're not driving the car anymore. They're not the thing that's taking over the wheel. And next thing you know, I need to pull over on a rest stop on a highway to take a snoozer because I'm getting my ass kicked by, right? By my, like my own, you know, it's like this thing where we've internalized these voices and we're going to have the moments where something will show up, but you don't have to let it have the reins. You don't have to let it be the ultimate and last word. You get to look at that and go, "Mm, that sounds like fear. Mm, That sounds old. That sounds like where I used to be. It's not where I am anymore. And I cannot. It is entirely non-negotiable for me to compromise who I am. Period. And this is a distinctive thing from uh, selfish and which there's to me another layer of self-orientation, which to me that means that a person is much more like aware of their own care and shit like that as a priority very clearly. Like they discern that because there's others, you know, of us that are not like that, that are thinking of the group and the community all the time. And so when these two things come together, they're coming back. So I'm not talking about that, right? Like I'm not talking about what we would imagine as the worst case or what we would imagine as our worst fear. I'm talking about the agency that you actually have the liberation that you actually embody if you would choose to allow yourself and to reject the naysayers, the haters, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. And what I mean by reject is that you're not even giving that the time of day. You're not even letting that in your orbit. There's nothing about that that's a great exercise. You need the exercise in the opposite direction, standing on your own two feet and being in your sovereignty, not constantly putting your sovereignty through the mill and the testing by getting um, peer approval and peer support in that way, right? Where it's like, only if somebody says the okay, you feel okay. Not that. It's the sovereignty based on its own inhabitation that without the cosign, the support, all of the things, you can still stand on being who you are because that's the gift of a lifetime. That's the point, You showing us 
what it means to be a manifesting generator, a time bender, what it means to be a projector, an orchestrator, what it means to be a generator, an initiator, what it means to be these things in their complex alchemy of what it means to be you, your chart, your inhabitation, your calling. It gives us a possibility for the the same diverse beauty that we find in nature. Not everything is a tree. Not everything is a mountain. Not everything is a flower. Not everything is a succulent. Right? Like we can go on and on. And there's joy to be found in that. And so I ask you to consider as you move through the pieces, as you move through your life, as you move through your next birthday coming up, rather than that contextual place of like lack and and reaching for and all of those things, what would happen? What would happen? If you unquestionably believed in yourself first, gave yourself the permission you're seeking from everything else first, and then from that place engage with everyone else, what would it look like for you to remain seated in your throne, on your throne, and manage your interactions with others from a place of not needing to abandon yourself in order to be for someone else? What does it look like to no longer buy? I am no longer buying that, um, you know, that my business, fill in the blank, whatever the belief systems that have drawn me away or have caused me to believe that I'm only going to have struggle. That's not so. I choose to believe that this year's the beginning of such a pivot that the money will be flowing, the support will be flowing, the opportunities will be flowing, the the container will continue to widen and to become expansive. And in that, so is my capacity to hold it and to be with it. I believe that I'm cared for, that I'm loved, that I'm supported. That the goddess and the God, the gods, they, them, Hashem, all of it, have my back unquestionably because I know this to be true. I don't need things to be quote unquote perfect. I need to be in touch with my humanity and building my hope and my faith. And that's where I want to live. That's what I'm choosing. And this is like a very personal share, right? Where it's like, I am trying to communicate to you. After having been through this enormous tunnel of so much fuckery. That on the other side, I am only subscribing to fabulosity. I am only subscribing to liberation that allows me to be fully embodied, fully myself, with joy. That I'm able to look at the world around me and the things around me and and my own home and my family, my loved ones, my friends, all of the things. And see the beauty and the magic that they are and that I am so excited to have in my life. My clients who are amazing people. Amazing people. The vision that I'm holding for them is their liberation, feeling fully themselves, doing the things that they love, being in joy. That's the vision that I have for you as well. 
And with this vision and holding this texture, my desire is that my work will continue to grow and be shared across the world. Crazy, crazy shit across the world. I want somebody from the other side to be like, I was listening to your podcast. Thank you for sharing. And here's where there's joy in my life. And I just wanted to share it with you because your joy is my joy. My joy is your joy. I believe in a world and I believe in in gifting and in giving abundantly without strings attached. I don't I don't want to subscribe. I I have given in my membership to the idea that I need to um you know it's a doggy dog world or that I'm going to have to make maneuvers with my work or my business that may compromise the integrity of it because of money. Nah, I'm not believing that shit. Money can come out of anywhere. Why is it a subject? Well, because it's needed. It's a currency that's needed on this planet. And so we have to talk about it because some people can't pay their light, don't have food in their fridge because they don't have that green shit. Unacceptable. I choose to believe that it comes in from all places. I choose to believe that I can wake up tomorrow morning, crazy ass money in my bank account. From twenty two dollars, and apparently I think it's like ninety five cents that I have in it, right? Like I, that's that's what's that what that's what was in it. Who knows an hour from now? Who knows the next day? Who knows that someone doesn't decide to right? You don't know if you don't let yourself believe, give life to. Knowing in the sense of like third eye knowing, like a deep essence of knowing. The reason why we reach, we grasp is because we don't know for sure for ourselves. But when you have that knowing and you're willing to acknowledge it, you're willing to embrace it and you come back and realize that everything in your environment is catching up. Everything is being transformed by the moment into its most holiest expression and beautiful expression just for you. That you are supported, that you are deeply loved. And that there's people the world over who would bless you, want to shower you. And that there's people the world over who you who you are going to get to shower and bless. And that's how we keep the love and the magic alive. So I send you my love. I send you my blessings. I hope that this was nourishing for you. And I hope that when your birthday comes around, rather than choosing to be whatever about it that you would celebrate that you made it to that fucking day and the journey that it has been so blessings 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 all of the things unto you and until next time my friends deep love adios bueno, mi gente. thank you for joining me on this wild and liberating journey of dismantling the fuckery remember we are the architects of our own liberation And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with your people. Do all the things. You know what it takes for us to keep these frequencies rolling. Together, we will transform the world from a place of fuckery into a realm of unapologetic fabulosity. Stay fierce, my loves. Stay fabulous and keep dismantling. And if you want me or need me, yes, you heard me say that right. You know where to find me at priestessingliberation.com. Nos vemos ahorita. Adiós.